A very warm welcome to all our viewers. Welcome to Sentinel's Newsmakers. My guest today is Sejal Agarwal. She is the 112th rank holder in the Civil Services Exams 2019. Sejal, a very warm welcome to Sentinel's Newsmakers and congratulations. Congrats from the entire group of Sentinel. Now, first, let me start by asking you about, you know, how did you start preparing? Did you always want to be a, a civil servant to crack civils? Was that your dream from uh, your childhood? No, it was not like this. Uh, when I was in school, I did not even know an exam like civil services existed. It was okay. only after my graduation that I realized that yeah. this exam was the calling of my heart. So I did my graduation degree in Deepam Honours from Lady Shiva yeah. College for Women. I was a yeah. university rank holder then, but I did not mm -hmm. want to opt for CA or do MBA or anything in the stream of commerce. Okay. So, uh, but I was interested in income tax. So when I started mm -hmm. digging the internet for the kind of exams mm -hmm. I could answer to enter the speed, I came across yeah. the civil services examination. Uh, right. And then when I read about the examination, I just knew that this was what I was looking for. Okay, so it uh, came to you pretty late. I mean, yes, uh, you know. So, uh, so how has this entire thing been? You know, like throughout. How did you prepare? Uh, what all did you do? Where all did you study? Did you take any uh, coaching classes and all? Because uh, Delhi, me, to we had those Rao IAS and Falana Dhimkana, bahut kuch all over Delhi. There are so many training uh, institutes. So, what has been your story? Okay, uh, so once I knew that I had to prepare for this exam, uh, mm -hmm. so I come from a business class family and there was absolutely yeah. nobody who had ever been into government services. So I lacked mm -hmm. guidance. So okay. then I realized that I, I'd probably join a coaching center to get a grip of what all was needed for the exam to get some direction basically. So I did a mm -hmm. 10 months coaching in 2014. So that was mm -hmm. from 2014 to 2015. I took my first okay. attempt at this exam in 2016. Right. So after the coaching, it was mostly based on self-study. So uh, okay. once I did the coaching, I understood well what were the kinds of books that were needed to be referred and uh, what were the demands of each stage of the examination. Mm -hmm. So yeah. once you understand that, you can actually do this entirely on the basis of self-study. Okay. All right. So there's a question that has come in for you from Nilkamal Kumar. Wants to know what was your optional subject? My optional subject was philosophy. Although I have a graduation and post-graduation background in commerce, I opted for philosophy. Okay. So while we are on this particular topic, I would want to know from you, how important is it like the choosing of the subjects? Does this really play a key role in how you eventually you know fare in the exams because often earlier uh, students used to say that falana uh, subject psychology marks it's easier to score so you think that your combination of subjects really uh, matters as well yes uh, see as far as the optional subject is concerned i definitely believe that it is the game changer because Okay. It has a big role in determining if you will make it to the list or not. Uh, 
Right. So what happens is obviously there there are rumors in the market, and they say that there are waves of optional subject, and there are optional subjects that make careers in a certain year. So, right. uh, but I think there are a lot of factors that you need to take into consideration when you opt for the optional mm-hmm. subject. See, when uh, I graduated in commerce mm-hmm. and I saw the mm-hmm. commerce syllabus, I thought the mm-hmm. syllabus was not manageable enough. See, because there is limited time period between the preliminary exam and the mains examination, so you right. need to opt for a subject where you can at least uh, read the entire syllabus and revise mm-hmm. it, and then re-revise mm-hmm. it. Okay, so uh, okay. I opted for philosophy because I thought the syllabus was more streamlined; it was more manageable. Mm-hmm. Plus, Indian mm-hmm. and religious philosophy was something that I have heard in day-to-day life, coming from a very religious background. so once i started reading the subject i really developed interest and i thought i could uh, manage the subject well plus back then i also had a peer group who were preparing for the civil services examination with the philosophy okay. option so we could actually do group studies and that helped me a lot so uh, i think you need to take a lot of factors into consideration before you choose your optional subject right so there's one more query coming in for you from s abhinash wants to know did you take coaching Yes, like I've already mentioned, that yeah. I did a coaching for ten months in New Delhi itself. Right. So, so um, that you think was enough for you to help uh, prepare for the rest of it? Ah, uh, no. Coaching is not essential. Neither is it enough because uh, mm-hmm. coaching will only give you a direction, but the rest of it has to be your hard work and such. Right. So. Uh, coming back to how your your thing you know how you prepared yourself so you studied throughout uh, in zorhat assam your schooling because college yeah. you did in delhi yes right yeah so schooling i did from zorhat itself okay and uh, once i completed my coaching i also came back to zorhat to prepare for the examination okay so basically it was all self study that you did so right any specific books uh, you know some manuals uh, earlier people used to say manorama your book you should definitely definitely go through it the hindu newspaper must read you know the frontline magazine these are old stories though i'm sure things have must have changed by now so anything like that ah uh, see firstly i'd like to mention that there is no strategy or trick that i can bulldoze down your throat for this examination because the preparation is highly customized okay i believe that uh, the way each one of us reads thinks understands and expresses is totally different but i can tell you little things that worked for me mm-hmm. and i can give you a brief strategy that i improvised for every stage of the examination so firstly i think that the examination requires you to be very consistent so i had micro level planning like i'd plan my entire day that i'll read newspaper for the first two hours then do something related to general studies then read my optional subject so that micro level planning is very important secondly i think uh, handwritten notes are of great use mm. i would mostly read and then write down in my own words because that helps you retain better plus when you go for revision it is quicker if you have handwritten notes also okay. i did not limit my preparation to reading standard books only because that i believe will never give you an edge in the examination standard books are referred to by each and every aspirant but you need to read yeah. more exhaustively and extensively to frame better answers to gain a certain kind of leverage in the examination so at the stage of the preliminary examination i followed a more in-depth and detailed approach 
firstly i would analyze the past year papers because for that mm. you need to understand the kind of questions that are being asked see uh, when you observe the papers you see there is a certain trend if, uh, year mm. on year they'll ask you questions on the location of national parks or if they're asking you about certain endangered species or if they're asking you questions on trends like the tax to gdp ratio over the years when you analyze the past year papers you can observe those trends so these questions which you can actually understand are being asked year on year you are expected to know them also okay. uh, in the preliminary exam uh, the subjects like history uh, modern india ancient india art and culture polity economics there are questions which are asked from these fields every year and these are high scoring areas so this static course you need to prepare very well uh, when you answer test you attempt a test paper for the preliminary exam if these basic questions you are not being able to solve which means there is a fundamental error in your basic preparation strategy so you should yeah. always know that these are high scoring subjects and you need to focus well apart from mm-hmm. this you will obviously need to do your current affairs so for that i read my newspapers very regularly i read mm-hmm. only one newspaper which is the hindu and post reading that i would make my notes and you can refer to any website and update your notes mm-hmm. every single day. so insights on india was one website which i heavily refer to in the course of my preparation so you can do that as well and one thing that you need to keep in mind is upsc will never ask you something that is very recent it will mostly focus on uh, events that have happened a year back or maybe 6 months back so you should okay. be thorough with current affairs that have happened over a period of 2 years before you take your attempt yeah. now at the stage okay. of the means examination if you mm. see the essay paper the ethics paper and your optional subject they will actually make all the difference so for the essay paper yeah. i never joined a test series for my mains examination what you what i did was uh, if there was a news that was going on in the uh, that was going on for several days i would collect mm-hmm. articles on it and one day i would sit down and write an essay okay. and uh, mm. as far as the answer writing for mains is concerned one thing that i'd like to mention is for the preliminary examination test papers are essential but then again if you cannot uh, join a test series you can always buy the test papers that are there in the market and solve them for yourself but for the mains examination you can do answer writing practice on your own there are a lot of websites which give you daily practice questions you can see those questions try writing them what is important is that you understand the need of the question and it is not necessary right. that that understanding will only come through test series okay mm-hmm. so there are a lot of proper booklets that are top mm-hmm. answer booklets that are available on the internet you can always see how they write answers what is the pattern that they followed moreover mm-hmm. uh, there are command words in a question for example they say illustrate or analyze mm-hmm. or describe mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to understand what each question is asking right okay so yes. so those are the basic things that you need to keep in mind yeah okay so there are a couple of more questions uh, that have come for you bipul biswas writing in if anyone being from commerce background takes any arts subject as optional then in interview will they ask any question from commerce yes definitely they are going to ask you questions from your educational background especially if uh they don't align the optional subject and the educational background they'll definitely ask you questions okay interesting all right dilip saikya asking how did you prepare for the interview but before we go
to that particular thing before we talk about or let's take this interview question yeah how okay. did you prepare for the interview now see at this stage of the examination they are not trying to test your knowledge because that has already come out in the written what they want is uh, mm -hmm. they are testing your personality how you come across as a person so at this stage very small things are going to matter like your hand gestures your body language the way you nod your head the way you approach a question so that grooming yeah. at this stage is very important so hmm. uh, what i did for the stage was firstly hmm. i read a few interview transcripts and i tried to analyze the kind of questions they asked uh, so the questions are very diverse there'll be situation based questions for instance they'll ask you that if you were the dc of a certain district and mm -hmm. uh, there were there's monsoonal flooding so how would you prepare in that situation there'll be opinion based questions uh, uh, mostly on current affairs there'll be uh, questions from your graduation background uh, if you are employed they can ask you questions from that field as well there'll be questions based on your optional subject so or, and there'll be questions based on your profile on your hobbies and all of that so those okay. things you we already know that there'll be questions from all these fields so you need to prepare them well plus there has to be grooming so for that i took two three mock interviews not many of them and those mock interviews are video recorded so once you get the clipping you can always see the kind of mistakes that you are making plus you also get a feedback in mock interviews so that is how i went about preparing all right so there's another question come that has come in from nur alam what are the basic uh, concepts uh, required i don't think uh, did you get the question yeah all right so uh, there i cannot state any basic concepts that are required but i can tell you one thing is that uh, there is a very ambiguous syllabus that upsc mentions for uh, all the four papers so what you need to do is that you need to uh, understand read and have write ups on each and every word that is mentioned in the syllabus that mm -hmm. is one of the keys to clearing the mains examination is that put the syllabus right in front of you and each and every word that the syllabus states Hmm. you have to have hmm. conceptual clarity on it plus have a write up which will be very handy when you write the answers in the mains examination okay brinmoy bhuya wants to know how did you prepare for the prelims and wants to know how uh, is how will how will i start that is what brinmoy wants to know how okay. is brinmoy going to start so first of all i say you should start by reading newspapers become a very thorough newspaper reader initially when you start uh, reading the newspaper you may not be able to segregate the kind of news that will be important or the kind of notes it may take 3 mm. 3 and a half hours but eventually that time will reduce so first of all you should start by reading a newspaper and take up some basic books like all the aspirants mostly refer to the ncrts for an initial head start so you can start by reading ncrts or variety of subjects like in history in geography in economics and apart from that uh, you can read some standard books like okay. for polity it is mostly the book by lakshmikant that is referred to mm -hmm. for modern india you can always read bipin chandra for those standard mm -hmm. books plus ncrts plus the newspaper that will give you mm -hmm. a head start okay another question abhinash has another query for you what really matters in the mains answer writing is it content or handwriting 
okay certainly uh, it is the content plus the time management uh, it is a vast paper if you go over 7 to 8 minutes per question you will not be able to complete your paper so for the answer writing in mains the content the pattern mm -hmm. the kind of uh, pattern you follow in writing an answer whether it is bullet points or it is the uh, introduction body conclusion uh, pattern plus uh, the kind of uh, views that you bring how how well you highlight some important things that you might have written and yeah. how can you organize your thoughts in a limited time frame so all of those things are going to matter handwriting would matter as well because uh, just imagine if somebody is reading your paper and you have a very beautiful handwriting that obviously creates a good impact but i don't know if that gives you any addition, additional marks okay yeah so there's another query coming in from uh, podolal ramchiari the query is how to acquire precise knowledge from diverse grounds okay uh so the thing is that you need to understand an issue from multiple angles for that whenever you come across anything try reading it from multiple sources because every source will give you a fresh perspective once you read all of it put down the thing in your own words so what happens is when you read like this and when you write down in your own words you at the end of the year you have a very good compilation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so so uh, so coming back a little bit to you uh this was your fourth attempt right uh, you started in 2016 that was right. the first time you had uh, appeared so how did you keep yourself motivated i mean beech mein kabhi aisa nahi laga aapko ki yaar nahi ho raha hai chalo let me get into something else and then maybe come back again or not come back at all so yes i think this is a vital question here because you know that the civil services exam it is extremely competitive and challenging you may not make it in your first attempt not even in your second not even in your third maybe not even in the fourth but what kept me going was that i never had a plan b i just knew that civil services exam was the calling of my heart and i had to crack it mm -hmm. so here what yeah. is important is how you deal with your failure see success is a word that is going to attract many eyeballs but the reality yeah. is not everybody achieves success and not everybody persists persists long enough to achieve success mm -hmm. so the difference is how you handle failure so when i answered my first uh, preliminary examination and i did not clear it that year i was extremely well prepared but what went wrong was that i was afraid of failing so in the examination mm -hmm. i only attempted those questions which i was sure i knew and i would not get a negative marking and i did very oh. few questions so that uh, because of that i did not clear the exam until unless you push for at least 80 to 85 questions in the examination it becomes difficult to clear the preliminary examination so that that year i realized that the fear of failure was what went wrong and then i groomed myself i learned to handle that failure and when i took my next attempt 2017 i went up to the third stage of the examination so i believe that how you deal with your failure is going to yes. go a long way in determining the kind of character you build as a person right very true so do, do you meditate uh, what do you do I, i believe you are interested in dance as well right so i don't meditate but i do a little bit of yoga okay. and uh, yes 
dancing uh, i've been doing that since i was a kid but i am not into any classical form of dancing and i have not professionally trained for it but uh, mm-hmm. when i was a kid i would do bollywood numbers but as i grew mm-hmm. up Uh, yeah. I trained for proper forms of dancing, and I've learned a little yeah. bit of salsa, a little bit of jazz, a little bit of hip hop. So mostly into okay. Western forms of dancing. Right. So, so while uh, you know, the, go carrying on with your preparations for civils, did you manage time uh, to, you know, dance, swing a bit, shake a leg uh, yes. at times? Three mostly. I'd be studying for ten to twelve hours a day. but whenever i could manage some time i do some kind of physical workout and yeah. i like to hear music which has very heavy beats which can basically make your body okay. groove so i find some time to do that all right and uh, favorite numbers as far as songs are concerned you're into I am uh, western music indian i am extremely fond of listening to punjabi songs because they have very heavy beats and they just oh, make me groove awesome. So I, I guess I'm a die-hard fan so of those. Oh, of course. Oh, lovely. Yes, yes. I mean, there would be very few people who won't love their music. You know, Diljit and all yeah. lovely songs. Lyrics are very good. So it's always even a though I don't understand the lyrics very well, but I'm very fond of the music. Okay. <laughs> all right. I thought since you studied in Delhi, I thought you have picked up, you know, bits uh, and pieces of Punjabi. I've got slight grip of the language, but some typical Punjabi words I still don't understand. Right. Yes. 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 Of course. So more questions coming in for you. I'll come back to uh, you. How uh, you know what happens next? Uh, all of those stuff. I believe you are in the middle of. some exams as well so we will discuss more right. talk about all of those things but let's uh, take few more questions uh, which have come in abhijit singh he wants to know how to cover current affairs exhaustively okay uh, like i've stated previously also for current affairs i read my newspaper very regularly and i made my own notes and then i would write a record to certain websites and then i would update those notes every single day so what happens is when you do this exercise every day at the end of the year you have a very heavy compilation in your own words and it is very easy to revise those notes then okay so for current yeah. affairs what i'm trying to say is never stick to one source right mrinmoy wants to know how to ignore negative marking okay uh so i believe that that is the fundamental strategy mistake that i made in my first preliminary examination you cannot avoid it here you have to be a risk taker you should understand that the negative marking is one third right so uh, when you attempt test papers for the preliminary examination try evaluating yourself attempt as many questions as you can and then see if the negative marking is hampering if it is you should uh, try to improve your guesswork and if it isn't because mostly what happens is the more number of questions you attempt there might be some that are wrong but you end up getting more positive marks so for this you will actually have to appear for full length uh, test papers and then evaluate yourself okay sumrin so moy has couple of more questions in fact interestingly mrin moy also is from zorhat uh, okay mrin moy wants to know what do did you do during your free time can you share your timetable that you maintained during your preparation okay uh so studying for 10 to 12 hours a day i was not left with too much of free time 
but uh, when but i would try to do some kind of physical exercise because otherwise you'll become physically inactive and a couch potato for all these years of preparation and uh, because i cannot get over my love for reading books i would read some non fiction novels also mm-hmm. so that is what i did while i was preparing and for, as for the timetable like i've told you that i did a micro level plan that i knew what i had to do for my entire day for and i write down on a piece of paper that from 8 am to 9 am i am reading a newspaper from 9 to 9:30 am mm-hmm. i'll be taking notes mm-hmm. so i have the micro level planning and i would distribute my entire so what happens is when you do this you have a certain target in your mind that uh, mm-hmm. this is what i need to achieve in my day and when mm-hmm. and uh, doing this exercise regularly will help you cover the syllabus more comprehensively plus have time for revisions and re-revisions right okay now minmoy also wants to know if we can clear the exam without any type of coaching i think you've spoken about this but wants to know more okay uh see when i started preparing i completely lacked guidance for this examination so i went to a coaching center but mm-hmm. now there are many online platforms which can guide you which can help you uh, prepare very well for the examination plus now now there are more and more aspirants who after clearing the exam they come out with their strategies and booklets so i think now it is pretty much possible that you can clear this examination without joining a coaching center right now here uh, sejal i would want to know from you your views usually you know we often think that going to a certain kind of uh, school or a college really helps crack civil services this is what many parents feel that uh, you know bachpan uh, he train the child if you want your kid to crack uh, civils uh, certain kind of educational institution is and dusra jo hum log aksar you know this part of the world in northeast we often say that if you are from a jnu or a delhi university you have that edge helps you crack civils or any competitive exam for that matter what are your thoughts what do you think see firstly if you see the educational background of aspirants who are clearing this examination every year it is very diverse so i don't believe that it is necessary that you be from a good university or have a very good schooling to clear this examination but certainly the leverage that being from jnu or du brings yeah. in terms of exposure in terms of resources in terms of fluency of language or a peer group that cannot be denied true uh, but and as far as uh, the direction is concerned mm-hmm. see if you can if you have this dream from childhood you, your subject selection uh, your preparation would start from uh, very beginning so that will definitely mm-hmm. give you a head start but even if you start late like i did i only realized yes. after my graduation mm-hmm. so even that will do no harm right right many people would not you know dare take that risk of starting after graduation because most right, people we right. come across they start very early when it's civils because you know upsc matlab pata nahi what it is it's been that way since the britishers times ias matlab seriously it's a tough thing so yeah. uh, then there's yeah so uh, i really want to hear from you what happens next uh, what are your plans will you be able to you know manage on some will you be able to grab some break time before you go join uh, the institute uh, for your coaching and everything else the ias institute so what happens there but before that there's a question for you about your cadre something that we were discussing before we uh, started the interview 
So Priyakshi Boragohai wants to know, are you going to take Assam Meghalaya Kabra? Uh, so I can only give my preferences in the form, but it is allocated depending on the vacancies in the states in that particular year. So yes, I fill my home card out. That is a Sam Meghalaya as my first preference. But will I be getting it or not? That I cannot say right now. Right. Yes. So Priyakshi has another query for you. Are you attempting for IAS again next year? No, I am not. I have not even filled the preliminary examination form this year. Uh, according to my rank, I will most probably be getting the Indian Police Services and I am very happy with it. I'm sure. So, so was that something that you really wanted while you, you know, went through the exams and everything? So what was in your mind uh, to be there as an I IPS officer or the revenue services or foreign services? What was there? So uh, I guess uh, once we, when we are preparing, every aspirant wants to make it to the administrative services. That is like mm -hmm. the be all of the services. Uh, right. But we are required to give our preferences in the form. So the Indian Police Services was my second choice. And okay. uh, once I got my results and I saw that I had the 112th rank, mm -hmm. and I was uh, I was most likely sure that uh, I'll be getting the Indian Police Services. There was one moment of dissatisfaction that I did not make it okay. to the Indian Administrative Services, perhaps. But uh, yeah. once I got to know about the kind of training that is given to these officers, mm -hmm. I was more, more than happy to embrace this service. Yes, and plus the uniform. Plus the uniform. That is always the added Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Rockstar uniform that our police officials have. Salute to all of them. And they are doing a great job at this point of time in the face of so much, such a crisis situation at this point of time. So really salute all our police personnel out there. And all the best to you. So uh, taking another question from Bipul, uh, is there any preference from academic career results? No, no, no. That, no. That won't affect it. All right. OK. So. Uh, yeah, so yes, so a lot of queries coming in for you. People really, I guess, a lot of them wanting to know a lot of stuff, how to prepare, what to do, where to start from. So as far as Assam is concerned, uh, is it necessary that aspirants, they really need to go out maybe? Of course, we all go to Delhi for uh, when it comes to civil preparation. Is it necessary or? Assam now already has certain coaching institutes or centers. Uh, see, there are two, three things. Firstly, there still is a resource challenge uh, mm -hmm. because you will not find all the books that are available in Delhi. But now most of it is available in digital format. So that void or gap gets covered to some extent. But I would not say that it is entirely covered. So in terms of the resources, there still remains a challenge. Also in terms of Coaching centers. Uh, mm -hmm. I am not much aware of the coaching centers that are there in Assam right now. But mm -hmm. Delhi has always been the hub. So right. if you plan to join a coaching center and if you have the resources and facilities that you can go and prepare in New Delhi, mm -hmm. I think you can always do that because those coaching centers have been there for years now. Absolutely. And I guess yeah. the quality of study uh, or the quality of material that you would have access to would probably be better. And like you mentioned, the peer group and everything, everything yeah. has a role to play. 
how right. you Shilpa. Yes. Mrinmoy wants to know how to give Mrinmoy's best in CSE interview. So how did you prepare for your interview? Okay. For the interview, uh, see, there are traits that are absolutely essential that they're actually looking for. So one is that you should uh, come across as a confident person. You should not be nervous. Some amount of nervousness is natural. Even I was shivering when I was standing outside the interview room. Uh, but you should try to maintain your calm. You need to be well-groomed. For that, take a few mock interviews. See the video clippings of those interviews and observe yourself. Uh, for instance, when you have to say a yes, don't nod your head too much. Don't constantly keep moving your fingers. Sit erect, have a very good body language. Uh, when they ask you a certain questions, do, uh, question, don't immediately start answering. Let the question sink in, organize your thoughts, and then answer. And uh, moreover, you can break down the questions. For instance, I had mentioned, like, if they asked you, if you were the DC of a certain district, and there is mm -hmm. monsoonal flight, so what measures would you take? If you can mm -hmm. answer in terms of these are the short-term measures I would take and these are the long-term measures I would take. If you can break it down like that, it, it, uh, it is a better form of answering. And uh, apart from that, there are going to be questions from diverse areas. So you need to cover all of that, your optional subject, opinion-based questions, situation-based questions about your profile. So that uh, all of this done together will be a comprehensive preparation for interview. Right. So a lot of congratulatory messages coming in for you, Priyakshi, and a lot of them, uh, Mr. Naveen Jain, uh, Nitin Agarwala, a lot of congratulations coming your way. So what, what are your plans? What are your plans next? What are you planning to do? You're, you're in the middle of exams. Yeah, because uh, my post-graduation degree is yet to be completed and I'm having online exams now. Uh, so yeah. I'm doing marketing. So I, I'm also answering those exams simultaneously now. Yeah, so did you get some time to, you know, celebrate amid the COVID lockdown and everything? Uh, once the results were declared, it was such a huge inpouring of wishes and visitors that I really did not have any time to celebrate. And it has yeah. been a very, very hectic routine for the past few days. But I guess uh, this is about it because uh, once you get it, it is just a, an overwhelming feeling of elation. And I still do not have words to exactly express how I feel. Uh, the mm -hmm. success has come after so many years. And uh, it has taken a lot of hard work and dedication. Of so course. I guess I am also enjoying the uh, enjoying the very hectic routine that I have now. And all the attention that you're getting at this point of time from uh -huh, all that, that is right? Yeah. So you'll be off to uh, Mussoorie, Dehradun, Hyderabad. Most likely, most likely, uh, the service allocation would probably be done by the first week of September. And once that is done, we will be invited for the foundation course. For the IAS officers and the IFS officers, the foundation course is in Missouri. But for the IPS officers, some of them are sent to Missouri and others are sent to MCR Institute in Hyderabad. So okay. that I still don't know. Right. Yes. So another Kiran Bedi in the making or will it be Sijal Agarwal? All I'd like to incorporate a new benchmarks. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. So, yeah, more congratulations coming in. Bipul Biswas also thanking you and warm congratulations to you. The message is there up on the screen. So it was wonderful speaking to you, wishing you all the best.
all the best in everything that you do, including, you know, uh, becoming an IPS officer. So all the best one more time. Congratulations once again from the entire team of Sentinel. And thank you for sparing some time to have this chat with us today. Thank you forward. so much. Thank you for having me over. It is always a pleasure. Take care. And viewers, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for all your comments. Till we meet again, it's a goodbye. Take care. Stay safe. Sijal, goodbye.